Ah, the first day of October. It is Drop the Subject with you know, Allie and James. It's not October. James. It's not October. Why don't you ask Antifa if it's October, Allie? Oh, my God. You are. You know what? No. Oh, you're God? Really? How often do you pray? <gasps> huh? Let's. Let's. Did, did your son pray? Did your Did your son Hunter Biden? Oh, pray, why would you bring my son into this? Come on, you oh, clown. What? Well, we should. I mean, he certainly made a lot of money off of Ukraine. <laughs> trauma yet? Any, everybody else? What about his cocaine PTSD? addiction? Um, what about, what about, <laughs> let's see how many times I can interrupt you, because apparently Donald Trump interrupted uh, Joe Biden or Chris Wallace 128 times in 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday because I I decided we should talk about Eric Trump coming out of the closet. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, we can cover it now. I mean, drop the president. This was it was so funny to see the CNN write up about this afterwards because it was it, the headline read hits and misses from the debates. And then you click on it and it wrote hits. And the person wrote, I'm unt- intentionally leaving this blank because there were no hits in this debate and it was one of the biggest appointments ever to grace like uh, the American people like it was like I've been in politics for two decades and I have never seen anything like this it was complete disaster in all fronts the moderating was awful both of the candidates were awful so just all around an S show and you're you're right James he he goes for the bullying remarks he goes for the jabs immediately and takes any of your words and twists them and then also accuses of you uh you of all the things that he's doing um because that's that's how he is and just wanted to if you haven't heard this already uh play you a little bit i know everyone's sharing like highlight reels from the debates but I wanted to share a low light reel with you uh these in my opinion were some of the lowest moments by the way, I brought back Big Ten football. <laughs> it was me, and I'm very happy to do it. Graduated last in your class, I, not first in your class. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from him, and he shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. China yeah. ate your lunch, uh, Joe. And if you could get the crowds, you would have done the same thing. But you can't. Nobody cares. Gentlemen, would you who shut is up, your, man. Listen, who is on your list, Joe? And he sits He sits on his golf course. And, I mean, uh, literally, okay. think about you, it. You probably right, play more than it. I do, Joe. That was just some of the many moments that you, uh, if you missed the debates, that's what you missed. Uh, I feel like so many people watched the debates, even though that they're saying that the ratings were down for the debates, which I thought was kind of interesting. But so many people were talking about the debates and really the biggest critical issues were, you know, the, the absolute lowest point was Donald Trump was asked point blank by Chris Wallace to denounce white supremacy and right wing white supremacy groups, and he did not do it. He actually had multiple opportunities to do it, and he did not do it. But in the chaos of everything, neither Chris Wallace or Joe Biden, his opponent, had a chance to actually pin Donald to the wall about that, which I thought was really interesting. Like, it was such an S show Mm -hmm. that even after he couldn't do it, Donald just managed to like ruffle everyone's feathers and keep going to the point where everyone was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did he just not, did he just tell a right wing supremacy aggressive group who like fights people and brings yeah, the guns proud to boys. rallies and shoot people called the proud boys. Exactly. To stand, stand by and, and stand. Yeah. Yeah. Stand back and stand by or something, something like, like that. that. And white supremacists were super happy with his performance. I mean, white per- <laughs> oh white supremacists so are like, "Woo, that was a great debate. We never uh-huh. have them, you know, so, you know, turned so much in our favor. Um, you're absolutely right. And James, 
I also wanted to share something that you did on Twitter, which was a, just a great idea to swap out moderators, to not have somebody like Chris Wallace moderate, have anybody else moderate, and who would that be? And you got some <laughs> incredible responses. There were a couple where I was like, yeah, I'd watch. I, I think the that would bring the ratings back up. By far, the two biggest vote getters, hands down, unprompted, were second place Judge Judy. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be awesome. She would take no mess. And the number one vote getter, hands down, was Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, man. I'm tired of these mother effing Republicans on this mother effing <laughs> stage. That would have been great. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a lot that we learned and a lot that we unlearned. I actually think that debate encouraged some people, unfortunately, to not want to vote for anybody, which I hate uh-huh. to say. Agreed. But to watch that and be like, oh, my God, what am I looking at? This is just I want to walk away. I want to go away is what many people are thinking. You have to vote. You have to vote. And don't go away from the show. We got more coming up for you after only two minutes of commercial. I promise only two minutes. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject, Allie and James. The new Channel Q. Don't forget to follow us at DTS Show. Allie, I feel like I, I was a soothsayer. I like totally knew that this was coming. Because I don't know if you've heard, but like when people with COVID get really close to other people and like tackle them and then like breathe all over them, they give them COVID. I don't surprise. And it's so weird how that works. It's like crazy how that works. I don't know if anyone had thought about that before they started the NFL season. And while I am still of two minds of this, while I am two, two truths can exist simultaneously, right? This is my favorite quote of 2020. I am simultaneously very, very happy that football is back for like everyone's mental sanity. And also I'm like, I can't believe they're playing football right now because we're in the middle of a respiratory pandemic. And sure enough, the NFL is now facing their first major outbreak, beginning with the Tennessee Titans, where at least nine players, there may be a few more, have tested positive for COVID-19. So yeah, some of the Titans and they had played the Vikings. So then the Vikings were going to suspend some of their activities, but then it looks like they're going to continue. That's what I was confused about because, you know, if, if it seems like with the virus, if you've got, you know, a few cases in two weeks, it's going to be nine in two weeks, it's going to be 18 and so on and so forth. So the fact that they are, you know, tepidly resuming is worrisome. It, it is a little bit worrisome. And they're, you know, so far the Vikings hadn't had any uh, uh, positive tests. And so, you know, the NFL apparently just has tests like coming out there, you know what, they're just uh, testing these guys all nimbly pimbly. And so the Vikings hadn't had any uh, tests. They were going to go back to their training facilities today. They play the Texans on Sunday. That game's going forward. Right now, the NFL is postponing the Titans versus the Steelers game, which is a big game. Uh, both uh, big AFC uh, guys, 3-0, and like play, both were a play. Well, the Titans were a playoff team last year. Both are assumed to be in the playoffs this year. Like big game. And it's going to be postponed at least one day, maybe more. But to your point, Ali, I'm. This is the first time that the NFL has really had to deal with this. So are the players who tested positive all going to be on the sidelines? And if that's the case, some of these players who tested positive are really impactful for the game, right? Do do the Tennessee Titans all of a sudden just not get like five starters because of COVID and then like good luck? Or are they going to postpone the game a couple of weeks so that it's a more even matchup? I don't know. There are a lot still remains to be seen. Okay, so if you're the Texans and say you're like a cornerback... Or is that the one that chases the wide receivers? Yes. Uh huh. Very good. Okay. 
So you're running, you're running, you're running, and he's the guy's about to catch the ball, and you think, okay, I can wrap my face <laughs> around this guy's face <laughs> to stop him, but he also just played the Titans, and they have COVID. <laughs> should I just let him catch it? Or should I just start sneezing? Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. a good defense, right? Like, achoo, 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 and then it distracts the guy. He's and like, then he <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't catch the ball or is just as soon as the guy's about to catch the ball like, just like Cardi B you should yell coronavirus <laughs> you're right this is going to completely change football it's going to completely change the tactics and I wonder if this is why so many of the games have been so high scoring I, w- I wonder if that's good because they're like the no one wants to touch like, nope, each other we're not know, touching like, each other mm, this isn't worth it <laughs> I mean go ahead because we'll go I'm just happy them. to be here I just we're just really excited to be here, you guys. Uh, this is really great. But I, I do think I was, you know, I'm surprised we got through the first three weeks of the NFL. And there were lots of people who were like, see, I told you guys, we're fine. And then now it's the first outbreak. And I am, of course, a little bit suspicious of the numbers and the information that the NFL is ultimately yeah. giving us. Seems you know? weirdly low. It I does seem weird, weirdly low, especially because college football has not been low, right? There have been games canceled left and right, practice facilities shut down, games postponed. College football is a hot mess right now. And and though, no, you know, there haven't been any cases of anyone being like super, super sick in the college football ranks. I think on any of these sports, particularly, I'm just going to stick to football, I guess. For college and pro football, I think it's just a matter of time before someone gets this and actually someone gets really, really sick and un, you know maybe even dies from it. And I think that's t- that's sad. Yeah, that's terrible. And then, you know, of all that, Trump is taking credit. He said he brought back football if you watch the back. debates on Tuesday night. Uh-huh. So there you go. There's that. When we come back, we're going to venture into James' favorite place, the dark web. Du- what? No. Yes, we're doing it. Don't go anywhere. We're going to the meat market. Ah, no, we're not, Allie. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop subject with Allie and James. We're going to James's favorite place on all of the internet. Not um, animal just, oh. odd couple videos. The dark <laughs> web. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought you were going to say like in videos. And my favorite place online is something I can't talk about on the air. <clears throat> all right. I am doing you a favor here okay. because we are going to go into exotic meats, but I'm not going to include humans. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, okay? that's obviously better. Thank you very much. Yes. So exotic meats, just like alligator, right? Oh, I mean, that's in there, but there's all kinds of other things too, <laughs> like two turtle doves, literally. And a partridge. Okay. I, for the record, I, you know, I always that's have to say. That's $7.99 a pound. I did. <laughs> By the way, I'm not joking. At, at Ralph's on sale this week. You listen for the what <laughs> Two it's worth. Two turtle doves on the barbecue. I have never been to the dark web. I don't know anything about the dark web. I do not condone this game. I am forced to do this against my will. Just that's my PSA about the dark web. Okay, carry on. Okay. I'm going to give you three items that you can buy on the dark web. You place them in price order. Here is your first one. It's guinea pig balls. <laughs> otherwise known as Rocky Mountain Oysters. Okay, apparently, I grew up that Rocky Mountain oysters were cow testicles. Apparently, they're any testicles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all Rocky Mountain oysters are just testicles. Yes, and I, I mean, the service that I was looking through, they had a whole plethora of different kinds of balls that mm-hmm. you could, I mean, it was duck balls, bison balls, all different ones. 
So this is for two sets of guinea pig testicles. <laughs> guinea pig meat is apparently very high in protein and low in fat and cholesterol. It's described as being similar to a rabbit in taste. And um, it can be served fried, broiled, roasted, or made into a fricassee. Uh, a fricassee. Actually, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to freak out about this one because there are lots of cultures around the world that eat guinea pig as like a primary source of protein. Um, okay. And that's not, it's kind of apparently not a big deal. So why not eat as much of the animal as you can? All right. Got it. Guinea uh, pig right. testicles. Now I'm going to give you a one month membership to their <laughs> exotic hot dog of the month club. Oh, no. So they have exotic hot dogs made of all different kinds of animals. It's a very unpredictable grab bag. You can uh, they can include anything. It's three pounds of meat and it could be bison dogs, llama dogs, beaver dogs was on there, alligator dogs. Um, I believe they had dove dogs as well. They have iguana dogs. Why? So there's a whole plus. What is dogs. wrong with a good old fashioned hot dog? Dude, what did the pig ever do to you? Why can't we just eat regular old hot or beef hot dogs? Okay, whatever. Continue. Okay. <sighs> and then your final option Wait, is. Wait, how many pounds of hot dogs? Is it the three, three you pounds? Get three, you get three I pounds can't. every month. Okay. <laughs> I hate this. I hate it here. And then, and then your final one is the apparently very delicious but very illegal in the U.S. Japanese fugu snowflake puffer fish. Oh, the, these are those wow. puffer fish that you know. There's only a couple of restaurants in the U.S. who are legally allowed to serve it because you have to prepare it perfectly, or you could die. Yes. Uh, consumption of the fish is almost entirely banned in the U.S., as I said, but it is regarded as a delicacy in the sushi world where it's more widely known as fugu. And this is alive. It's three inches long, and they will do a free overnight delivery. So, which costs the most and which costs the least? I mean, free overnight delivery. Who's in on this, like, dark web? Like, does FedEx or UPS are like, we have a dark web special for you guys, you know? Free overnight well, delivery you know what? and you're, like, illegal puffer fish. They work with their own like independent delivery people. Oh, Allie. It's this, like not no, FedEx. Stop. It's not UPS. Allie it's does not like, know this. For the people who are listening, Allie does not know how this works. She is not implicating herself in any sort of crimes or illegalities. <sighs> you don't know this. Um, I feel like the pu- Japanese illegal puffer fish has to be number one, like, like high up there. I think the hot dogs, three pounds of hot dogs is a long time. That's a lot of hot dogs. It can last you a while. That will be number two. And then the old, good old delicatessen of the guinea pig testicular yummy mm-hmm. friedness, number three. All right. The guinea pig testes are nineteen ninety nine per set. And I gave you two sets, so that'll run you 40 bucks. The Japanese fugu snowflake puffer fish is is a $59.99, including shipping, which is a pretty good deal. Yeah. And a month... Uh, a month membership with uh, for the exotic hot dog of the month club that is $65 so you were very close but no cigar this has been Are You Afraid of the Dark Web yes we'll be back with more Drop the Subject (laughs) after this two minute break Drop the Subject the new channel Q welcome back to Drop the Subject with Allie and James and we are joined today by a new voice a voice that we wanted to bring to the air uh, on the new channel Q Uh, I know we do the gay AMA on Wednesday where we get to ask each other questions about, um, you know, 
my life as a lesbian, James, your life as a queer man, but we have a new lesbian to bring to the show. So let's kind of reprise the gay MA with Anna Abbott. Welcome to the show, Anna. Hello. I love that intro. <laughs> yes. Anna is a performer. Uh, she's a comedy writer. You've been uh, through UCB, through the Groundlings. You're also an opera singer. So we, we went yes. down a YouTube rabbit hole with some of your videos, which was very entertaining. Opera, opera rabbit holes are underrated, I think. They are. They are. Everyone needs an opera rabbit hole in their life. We'll flash you up a little bit. Now, one thing that was interesting just right off the bat about you, Anna, is I was looking at your Twitter and you said uh, straight people equals global warming. I just wanted to know, is this something that we need to band together to get the point across? Is this part of the gay agenda? Because I'm not saying I'm rejecting the idea. I just wanted to know more. I mean, this is the new Channel Q. So it's a great place to pitch these ideas if you want to start some meetings. Well, I think that if you look at every major problem that's happened in our time as humans on this earth, it starts with a straight man, uh-huh. a white straight man. So I think that like attributing global warming to them as well is a big like thing. And it was because of that gender reveal party that happened that started like all the fires in California. <laughs> so thank you, straight people. There. No, you're, you're absolutely right, because when we've talked about that gender reveal fire and we thought, you know, get rid of gender reveal parties and gender reveal viral videos and whatnot, but also just getting rid of gender reveals. I mean, now, j- is it even important to reveal anybody's gender as we live more and more in the gray? I feel like it's interesting because if I found out that I was pregnant, which would be really impossible, it'd be like an immaculate conception at this point, I would want to mourn that because it's like the end of my life and the beginning (laughs) of somebody else's and all the money that I no longer can use towards myself. I feel like I don't understand the excitement. It should be more like a funeral for like the old you that used to exist. I I think you're onto something there. I think this is nice. Instead of gender reveal parties, instead of baby showers, instead of whatever... (laughs) When you find out you're pregnant, it's funerals. Yeah, a you funeral said Shiva. For, for your, yeah, <laughs> right, for your old self. <laughs> right. At uh, least with Shiva, you get some food. Funerals, it's like maybe have some mints. With Shiva, you'll get a little deli. Yeah, you get the occasional cucumber sandwich with a funeral, but I definitely think that Shiva would be a better option. Also, just wanted to ask the obvious as a fellow lesbian. Um, it's been kind of an up and down year for us. We were hit with Ellen, but then, of course, we have good things like uh, the Kate Winslet lesbian movie. So where are you at with Ellen DeGeneres? Because she has had probably one of the worst 2020s ever. And I don't know about you, but for me, she was an icon, but she was somebody that I kind of was losing interest in. And then when this came out, I was like, ah, damn, this is the come out that I wasn't expecting. I just forgot that Ellen was a lesbian. I thought she was like a white gay man in Hollywood. Because like, I don't see any other lesbians having careers like her. I mean, Ellen was never an icon for me, Yeah, to be honest. I have quite a few friends who work on the show. Everyone has different opinions depending on what department they're in. But Mm. I think it's time to let somebody else come up and come through. And I, you know, when Joan Rivers died, Ellen was so, oh, I'm so nice that she didn't pay tribute to Joan and her passing. And as a comic who adores Joan Rivers and everything she did for us as women and opening the way... I couldn't forgive that. So that's my opinion on Ellen. I have nothing nice to say about her. (laughs) No, I think you make a great point about forgetting that she's even a lesbian because she was catering to so many, uh, you know, straight women in her in her daytime show. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. And like, what did she do for, 
you know, did she create more content for queer women or like queer people? Like she gave them a space, you know, like her coming out episode that was like iconic. But like a lot of things that people forget is that Ellen did not start as a queer actress or a queer comic. She was she had a coming out episode. Yeah, no, you make great points. We're going to come back. We're going to play a game, but um, and I'll reveal the details of the game when we get back. Uh, it has to do with your and my my lives being actually rather similar because I look, you have a partner and you've got two cats. I've got two cats. I've got a partner. <laughs> so we are going to play a little game w- uh, with James about our lives. But um, if you wouldn't mind just humoring us and giving us a little ditty to take us into this commercial break. <laughs> a little ditty? Uh-huh. <laughs> just so okay. we'll be right back. Drop the subject, whatever you want to do. Like a song? Yeah, yeah. like a little okay. opera. A little a little, okay. a little something like, something. Like a four second opera. Okay. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Come back to drop the subject, you queers. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. And welcome back to Drop the Subject <laughs> on the new channel Q. Allie and James are here with Anna Abbott, who has Harden up with one of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race most famous, most iconic legends of all time for a new show called Spill It with Monique Hart. Anna, take it away. What are the deets? Okay, so I created the concept of Spill It by realizing that when I turned on the TV, there was nobody who looked like me in the unscripted space. And I wanted to really emphasize and create like a community of people Um, that other people could look up to that are not typically in the media. So Spill It is a really fun docuseries slash talk show with me and Monique Hart. And we talk to all different sorts of people. And it essentially is so that we can see who has gone before us as well as who stands beside us with a little wit, a little queen, a little fabulosity. And um, yeah, wanting to learn more, educate ourselves. That's amazing. And what, where can people find out about it? What are the socials? The social is at your gay icons. (laughs) I decided I would give myself ask, believe, receive. (laughs) (laughs) Monique is an icon in like every Uh which way, shape and form. Um, Uh But it also is a show that's not like fully about drag. So we actually get Kevin, who is Monique Hart, like on the show. Mm -hmm. You'll see more of Kevin than Monique, which is really amazing. I'm also amazed that that Instagram handle wasn't already taken. Good for you. Well, yeah. Let's get into the game before we go. Anna Abbott, you can follow her and you can follow the show, uh, Spill It, and you can also follow Anna Abbott at It's Anna Abbott, two B's, two T's, two N's. Anna, you and I do lead some similar lifestyles. I mean, both have partners. You've been in a relationship for a while, yes? Yeah, four years. Yes, and and you have two cats. I do as well. You know, I was looking through your bio and then I was looking through my bio and I was like, man, I bet we could stump <laughs> James on our lives. So this is a game we like to call Whose Life Is It? <laughs> All right. I'm going to read a fact. It either has to do with Anna or myself. And mm-hmm. James, you have to guess if it has to do with Anna's life or my life. You ready? I, I am ready. Okay. Their favorite place for hiking is Yosemite National Park. Oh, my God. Gosh, come on, Allie Johnson out the gate. That's like every lesbian in a tri-state area. I mean, (laughs) come on, really? So not even (sighs) if this is you, Allie, I'm going to be mad because I'm supposed to know you, but I'm going to go with our friend at it's Anna Abbott. Oh, you're right. Come through El Capitan all day, every day, (laughs) all day, every day. 
El Capitan come through. I yeah. will say uh, it's a great place to hike. Not necessarily my favorite. I actually don't know what my favorite is. All right. Here's your next one. Had an extensive baseball collection, a baseball card collection, but sold it for 35 cents at a garage sale. 30, 35 cents. You know, there's a whole uh, gay agenda right now that Anna's clearly working on. And so I know as a part of the lesbian agenda, you have to attend a certain number of softball practices. So you understand, <laughs> like, <laughs> the value of baseball. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go with uh, Allie on this one because you might have done it just as a joke. That is correct. I didn't do it as a joke. I oh. was a kid and I was collecting <laughs> baseball cards. I had like 400 of them that I built up. And then we had a garage sale and I was like 10 years old or something. And someone was willing to buy it for 35 oh, cents. And I no. sold it to them. It's one of my biggest regrets. Oh, oh man. Uh-huh. Yentl is their favorite movie ever. <laughs> That's Babs, right? Yentl's with uh-huh. Babs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, I phone a, can I phone a friend on this one? Sure. Um, <laughs> Hi, Anna. Yes. <laughs> Is your favorite movie Yentl? <laughs> Hold on, let me phone a friend. Hold on, let me, <laughs> Hello, <laughs> it's Barbara. <laughs> Hello, it's Bob- I didn't know this worked as a game of telephone, but that's kind of <laughs> awesome. I mean, but I also didn't know we were only two steps of separation from Babs. Like, that's amazing. Our gay stock just went up. Got her on speed dial. Uh, yes, that is Anna, James. All right. You got to watch it. Here's your final one. Has an extensive collection of designer flannels. No, so not fair, Allie Johnson. You cannot <laughs> give me this question right now. I am going to say, even though you're both L.A. lesbians, um, we have lots of people listening all over the country and the world, but both, even though you're both LA lesbians, I'm going to say that you both still have an extensive collection of flannel. I'm going to say this one as a draw. You are it's good both. at this game, James. I think that does apply to both of us. I don't have I a plethora, it. but I do, I do enjoy a good designer flannel and a flannel that kind of breaks the mold. I have a couple that have like sneaky lace on them and I'm like, Ooh, I'm both. <laughs> Sneaky lace. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I wore this flannel dress the other day. It was by like Mark Jacobs and it had this like little um lace collar on it, kind of like a Lucy Boynton moment. And I was like, yes, yeah. come through, chic flannel. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, thanks for playing. Thanks for humoring us, Anna. And thank you so much for joining us. You can learn thank more about so Anna. Yeah. Learn about her, uh, follow her at It's Anna Abbott and give us the spill it. Oh, at your gay icons. I have that right. Yeah, perfect. So follow those. And I'm sure, Anna, you'll be on the station again. So um, we'll see you when we see you next. See you soon. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Drop the subject with Allie and James. It's that time. It's news it or lose it time, which means that I have two headlines. James has two headlines, but we only get to pick one of them. The other we lose and never speak of again. Do you want to hear your headlines, James? Oh, but do I ever? Aha. Here's your first one. Loud booming noise in Paris explained. Sonic boom. Sonic boom. Sonic boom. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about... Because my peeps are playing tennis right now and... Paris, and uh, this probably is a thing. 
Yeah, it's a really fascinating story. All right, then you are losing the official first offensive Halloween costume that has been removed from Party City. Apparently, in the kids section, there were some Confederate soldier costumes, so those have been removed. Okay, can we just... Guys, keep up. (laughs) Keep up for crying out loud. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, It was in Virginia, but still, no excuses. In keeping with the theme of the show during News It's, Allie Johnson, your first headline. Taco Bell is removing even more menu items. Are you kidding me? I am not uh, kidding you. They're clickbaiting us. I'm all right, fine, I'll lose it. Oh, I'll take very good. All right, we will learn more about Taco Bell, which you missed out on is the Broadway musical origin of the Proud Boys. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I've both of our second stories were really piss offy. <laughs> right, really make you angry, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Just I, infuriating. Long long story short, we'll get to your stories, but Proud Boys named themselves after a song from the 2011 Aladdin Broadway musical, Proud of Your Boy. Interesting. Yeah. That is information I hope to forget. (laughs) Okay. Here's the information on the sonic boom, Uh and then we'll go over to Taco Bell. How's that sound? Sonic boom. Sonic boom. Uh, I don't know how many listeners we have in Paris, but regardless, this is what happened. So yesterday, I believe... This was a there was this huge booming sound that came seemingly out of nowhere, like a situation where people are walking down the street and they're all, they're stopping their tracks. Right. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Le boom. Le boom. So they investigate and the police confirm that it was not an explosion because a lot of people were worried that it was an explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a sonic boom, and it sounded like this at the French Open. So basically, it just Whoa. sounded like some tennis balls going. Yeah, I know it doesn't sound super impressive, but if you think about how far they were from the actual fighter jet that broke the sound barrier. Ah. That, I mean, it, is, it sounds like just child's play tennis balls, and then it sounds like Serena Williams just came in and was like, <laughs> Sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was basically, yeah, this fighter jet broke the sound barrier, and that's what caused that huge sound. And you, I, this stuff... I, I don't hear about very often. Uh And when you think about how wild that is, that you can go faster than the speed of sound to the point where you can't hear anything, but behind you is a giant boom of sound that stops everybody in their tracks. Unbelievable. It it is unbelievable. I like to think that my forehand also like Serena Williams is so hard and fast that it also breaks the sound barrier. So if you happen to hear that boom over the tennis courts and Silver Lake, Los Angeles, just saying that's my forehand too. Sonic boom. <laughs> All right. What's your story? Tell me about Taco Bell. Is removing even more menu items. Okay, so we know they're going through a lot of change, a lot of drama, so are lots of people, but Taco Bell is nimble. And one of the things, Allie, they are cutting from the menu is one of the biggest fan favorites. Can you guess? <sighs> it. I really, really hope it's not the Crunchwrap Supreme because that is my go-to. Kind of. Any of the Crunch Supreme things are all now being replaced with just the nacho cheese dorito locos tacos supreme like that's it it's what? just like all so everyone gets doritos Loco, locos everyone taco everyone gets shells? dorito locos taco shells the other one that they're getting rid there's of there's no regular shells anymore nope you get dorito shells that's it sorry boo and that's so stupid <laughs> i guess it was so popular they're like we got to get rid of some of this the other thing too is there were like they kind of cut the mexican pizza before but now there, there yeah. was like some sort of like version no there's like no 
like Mexican pizza version whatsoever. Like not, there's no secret menu. There's no changing things. There's no like tostada shells left in Taco Bell. Oh, so none of the makings of a, so anything flat tostada related, anything adjacent to the Mexican pizza is gone. Deuces. Wow. Deuces. RIP to the Mexican pizza. Um, (laughs) Taco Bell shaking things up. And, you know, it's like, they say you don't think about this stuff until it affects you directly, James. And now I, I, Taco Supreme is another one of my go-tos, and I'm really pissed that I'm not going to have a regular shell. Directly um, impacts you directly. I, you, you have, yeah. You, you only have now. Two, I'm upset. Two minutes to mourn, Allie. Two minutes of commercials to mourn. That's it. Sorry. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject, Allie and James, and we promise you that when you listen to us. Dana Bash will not call us an S show like she did the debates on CNN. Use some high-minded language. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was a show. That was freaking awesome, by the way. I love that this woman, if you didn't see it, she intentionally, right? Like she stopped, she paused, and then she knew she was about to swear on cable TV. And she knew that CNN was going to have to pay that $11,000 fine or whatever. And she gave two zero Fs about saying S on the air and it was great sonic boom sonic boom but listen we are not an s show we do love it however if you do miss any of the madness of drop the subject we are also a podcast please download us at radio.com or wherever you get your podcast subscribe give us five stars Turn on your little notifications so it says ding, 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 like we are here. We will also, of course, we would be remiss in reminding you, please, with the debates and everything going on. We are 30, what, 30, 30 days, 31 days now away from the election. Please. Wow. Please vote. These. So different states have different rules about voting in person and mail in ballots and all of those things. Go to vote411.org. You can check it out to see what your state is doing. If you're registered, do you get a mail-in? Like the whole nine, you got to know. And at least next week on Wednesday the 7th, we have the vice presidential debate, which hopefully will be a classier affair than the one we got a couple days ago. That gave me an idea. When I was watching the debate, I was thinking, I so wish that Kamala could have volunteered as tribute. Who could have just <laughs> gone in his place? That would have been awesome. I was like, man, I just wish Pence and Biden could go head to head and Kamala Harris and Trump could go head to head. I just feel like Trump had the low blows. He he fights like a 13-year-old boy, which is uh-huh. hard to fight with uh-huh. because uh, they're not rational. I, I was a camp counselor once, James. I know you have a storied <laughs> resume, but... When I, my least favorite I mean, age rough. group was boys that were 13 years old, oh, because yeah. you could be like, Jason, no, come here right now. And they're like, you're ugly and your mom hates you. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, um, how did you know? <laughs> they would just like know how to cut into your biggest insecurities. Totally. And that's what Trump does is he fights like a 13 year old boy. And even if you present him with factual information, it doesn't matter. You can present factual information to a 13-year-old boy, and they're like, everyone thinks you're a loser. And you're like, what? And they're also like, well, what are you going to do about it? Like, Jason, get over here right now. No. Jason, get over here now. What are you going to do about it? And you're you're like, you're not my mom. Right. You're like, oh, I can't beat this child because I'm a camp counselor, (laughs) even though I mean, maybe if I took them off into the woods, but then people would think other things like, no, I just can I smack him? 
can I back it? No. Can I put him in timeout? No, because 13-year-olds are too big for timeout. Yeah, that's exactly a perfect analogy, Allie. You, you know, you can't argue with a 13-year-old Donald Trump. You can't. And even if you did prepare properly, like he's got all his facts right there in front of him. He knows how to say, yes, here's what your taxes say. It's $750 a year. He just comes when he's like, it's all fake. It's fake, fake. <laughs> You're like, um... But it's, it's not. There's a report here. No, fake, fake. I pay million. I pay millions of dollars in taxes. I pay the most millions, millions, millions. And you're like, but I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, yep. And and even on top of all of that, the, the danger of this guy, right? Like, I don't want to leave us on a sour note as we close up shop here. But honestly, right. we see that Amy Coney Barrett uh, nomination. We see all of the things that are going on with a man who cannot bring himself on national TV to denounce white supremacy and yeah. white supremacist groups and all of these things. There are actually real consequences for this. So please vote. We will do our best to sort of help you keep a sense of humor about this because I think that's how we have to survive the next 31 days. But honestly, um, don't forget to vote. And don't forget to follow us at DTS Show, at DTS Show, at DTS Show, at DTS Show. It is not an S show. It is DTS show. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. DTS show. <laughs> Bye-bye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.